0: The church today bids us to pray the Veni Creator Spiritu, and offers us the opportunity for a plenary indulgence. We'll do so in English, and after communion, we'll chant it in Latin, in hopes that if right now you don't have uh, freedom from attachment to sin, maybe after you receive Holy Communion, you'll have freedom from attachment to sin. We can hope. Why is it that we should pray, that we even need to pray, come Holy Spirit? Isn't he always already everywhere and in everyone? Can anything exist without the Holy Spirit? Of course the Holy Spirit already is everywhere and in everyone. Of course nothing can exist without God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. Consider an example. Someone, maybe you at a point in your life, or someone you know who thinks themselves to be unloved and unlovable. A sad character. Full of misery. This is the kind of person that pushes people away. This is the kind of person that doesn't believe the good things that people say about them. This is the person that hurts others and ignores them without even really understanding what they're doing. And yet they are loved. Let's even imagine that everyone loves them. But it wouldn't matter how much they are loved or how well they are loved by how many people, that love doesn't change their heart until they ask to be loved and allow themselves to be loved. Maybe you've seen that transformation in a human being. When they go from considering themselves to be just pitiful... To, to the blessedness of knowing how 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 beautiful they are. It's it's the manifestation of hope. It's it's an expression of courage. It's more than just knowledge and understanding. It's humility. It's it's repentance, but joyfully so. How many souls are there that know that God created them, that even know the fact that God's supposed to love them, but they find that hard to believe? Obviously, God already loves them. Obviously, the Holy Spirit already works in them, whispers to them, Prepares them to be able to respond to the grace of God, to the word preached, to the proclamation of the good news. But even in the Acts of the Apostles, such people would be described as not having the Holy Spirit. The person who's loved, who's clothed and fed, but still consider themselves to be utterly bereft is benefiting from the love of others, but has has no appreciation of what's happening and is obstructing all of its potential. The church wants us to pray, Come Holy Spirit. Be inside of me. Transform me. These are words that can affect what they signify. It's not just sacraments that do that. When I baptize, when you baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, when I absolve, when I, when I bless, when you bless your children, when the bread and wine are consecrated, those words change the thing upon whom God's power is being invoked. You can do the same for yourself and pray with all your heart, Come Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus had the prayer, had the apostles praying for nine days to be prepared to receive the Holy Spirit. They knew it would be not just the beginning of a new stage of life, He would be their life. As much as the Holy Spirit, the spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary, revealed her purpose, Consider God the Father as the lover and God the Son as the beloved and the Holy Spirit as love. When we receive the Holy Spirit, we realize that this divine mystery is not just to be admired, but it's to be experienced. It's something in which we are drawn into as members, as members of Christ. And we realize we are only whole when we are body and soul and Holy Spirit. Two nights ago in the city, I saw the most expensive vehicle I've ever laid eyes on. Retails for $1.3 million. Without gasoline, it's a paperweight. The human soul is of inestimable value. But without the grace of God, without our opening ourselves to His indwelling by our repenting of all of our sins and believing all of His truth, we are food for worms. But with the Holy Spirit, we are in league with the angels. We preach, we sanctify, we govern, we rule, we judge, we glorify God. Any good we've ever done or will do is the work of God. In a proper Christian understanding, knowing our dignity and our worth and our being in the image and likeness of God, factoring all of that in, we're, we're nothing. We are a Christian nothing. Nothing. The only thing that's good is God. The only thing that gives us joy is God. If that is only a fact, it won't change our heart. But if it's because of the presence of the Holy Spirit, it gives us a reason to live and to die and to live forever. So please join the church and me. We'll pray on page 809 in your blue hymnal. You'll need your glasses or hold it really close. In addition, we pray the creed, receive Holy Communion on your own. You'll have to pray for the intentions of the Holy Father and go to confession. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Creator Spirit, come visit the souls that are yours. Fill with heavenly grace the hearts that you created. You are called by the names of Paraclete, gift of God most high, spring of life, fire, love, and the soul's anointing. Seven gifts are yours to give. You are the finger of the Father's right hand. You, the clear promise of the Father, give men's tongues the grace of speech. Kindle a light in our minds. Pour love into our hearts and uphold with your unfailing strength the frailty of our human nature. Drive our enemy far from us and give us always the gift of peace. So may it be that with your grace ever guiding us in this way, we may avoid all that is sinful. Grant that through you we may know the Father and the Spirit. And may we ever believe you to be the spirit of both the Father and the Son. To God the Father, be glory. To the Son who rose from the dead. And to the paraclete for all ages. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.